Welcome to Dateline New Haven. I'm your host, Paul Bass, inviting you to look behind the headlines on the stories that make our community tick. It's headlines and baselines. It's Thursday. We're going to hear headlines from the New Haven Independent, my favorite local media site, in addition to Aaron Good's Twitter page. Little gloss on the stories and music inspired by the headlines. Here was the headline this week. State of the City meets State of the World. Story by Laura Glesby and Nora Grace, Grace Flood about a lot of mayhem or noise, I want to call it, at the Board of Alders, City Hall this week. They had an annual meeting where the mayor comes to give a State of the City address. And over 100 people, pro-Palestine protesters came, disrupted the event. It's been happening regularly at political events when leaders speak. Governor Ed Lamont had another speech that interrupted at the Capitol yesterday. They say, look, this is so important that this mass death is taking place over, you know, we're coming up on 30,000 people in Gaza. And we're really, the most. they're now onto the final city of leveling it. And people say, you got to stop everything you're doing now and do something about it. The Alders weren't happy about it because the protesters are saying you have to pass a resolution calling for ceasefire. It is a resolution drafted very much from the perspective of people who are pro-Hamas, even though a lot of people supporting it are not pro-Hamas. If you really dig deep or look at some of the comments that people have written since. But in any case, the board all just say we don't really want to deal with this. Most of them. Some of them support it. They say there's not a local issue. The people coming here, you're only here for this. Do you even care about what we do in our city or no? The other people say, do you even care about all the kids getting murdered and time to take a stand? And the racial underpinning was interesting because, you know, more and more of this being cast as black and brown Palestinians against what they call the white Jews, even though... Israqi Jews, half the population are not white. That's another whole conversation. But the leaders of the board of Alder are people of color, including the presentation of Walker Myers, who's black, and felt very disrespected, saying, you know, we're conducting business here, and you're stopping this, and I am already agreed to meet with you afterwards. So a lot of that was going on. This is a very painful issue for everybody. You know, for pe- a lot of us, like people like me, who are so in despair about what's happening, and, you know, you don't feel comfortable shouting, shouting one slogan, but you also wish it would all just stop. It's very upsetting. And what's hardest for someone like me when I look at a story like that, I, I thought the story was great and our reporters did a great job and I think the people were sincere who came up to protest and I think the people at the Board of Alders were sincere in how they dealt with it so people could be heard and the business could be conducted. But the big issue is how do we get the freedom and justice? And when I look at the situation now, I have a failure of imagination. Because even, obviously we all wish it would stop right away what happens next whoever quote first of all i don't see how anyone could quote win either side but if one did what would that even look like would that be theocracies fascist theocracies on either side that any of us would even want to support or think about so then but i try to find hope in the fact that most of us who lack imagination aren't correct good things have happened in history in the world and they continue to that most of us didn't have the imagination to see. People of my generation, baby boomers, we had no idea you could just have gay marriage all of a sudden legal in America. We thought you'd have steps with civil unions that had their own problems. You never thought of Supreme Courts and local courts and Republicans and Democrats would all just make it the law one day suddenly, and it happened. Civil rights movement did bring remarkable successes, even though there's a lot of work to be done. And in Northern Ireland, there was peace when it couldn't be imagined. So we can imagine freedom if we know how to get there. And Traffic sang about that. And their take on it is that it's many a mile to freedom.
Together we flow like a river, together we melt like the snow. That's traffic, many miles to freedom. A reminder that we can go wide. That was 1971 with traffic, Stevie Wood's band, one of the great rock bands starting to go wide and using the forms of rock to some extent, jazz, and imagining a better place to be, which we can use some help of these days. You listen to headlines and baselines and dateline, New Haven, WNHHFM, New Haven's. Home for Community Radio at 103.5 FM. Here's another headline from The Independent. Narcotics middleman sentenced to 12 years by Doreen Sharenke. One thing I love about the story, so it looked like, you know, your basic story, someone got to get sentenced, right? So Jason Deuce Spearman was a middleman in the drug trade, and he was involved in Connie Terrace, what they call the Wild West. is the name from the neighborhood there. And he one day went to White Castle in Bronx, took $30,000, was going to buy 7,000-plus bags of fentanyl. He was surveilled and he, he would bring it back to that people cut up here and then sell on the street so Doreen took a look at what they were arguing on either side about how strict the sentence he should get and as usual the government wanted a stricter sentence and the defense was asking for leniency for the judge and the judge's usual cuts in the middle so like we had to cut the cocaine he was bringing as well but anyway they said that um the, the defense lawyer talked about how this young man Grew up in Churchy South when Churchy South was Churchy South. It's knocked down now, but even before that, it wasn't always like in its heyday before the nineteen, the mid uh, early nineties busts that took a lot of people away for a long time, like William Junboy Outlaw, who came back to be one of our leading anti-violence workers. But they they're doing big trade back in the day, and it was a really horribly crime-invested place across from the train station. And so the attorney for Mr. Spearman said, you know, you grow up there, it's almost like. It's been set when you're going to do. The studies show it. You're much more likely that you're going to be involved in crime. The U.S. attorney right now is Vanessa Avery, who grew up in New Hallville. She's African-American. She's familiar with the arguments, the very good arguments about the racial injustices in the system. And she made an opposite argument. She said, you know, not everybody becomes a drug dealer or violent. And he said this man made a choice to make a lot of money as a drug dealer and perpetuate some of the same conditions that he grew up in on Bacani Terrace. I thought both those arguments were really interesting. It was a really good article. Sometimes in articles, I don't feel like, if I like it, it's because I don't feel like I have to know afterwards that I'm right and somebody else is wrong. It, it's just interesting and it matters. And I do think we can all agree that the one quality in all these kind of cases we're looking for is the quality that Joy Alatakun sings on this song, which is The Search for Mercy. Trying to be somebody, somebody that they all know. I double check my phone. No new messages, no missed calls. Everybody needs somebody to hold them. 
with Mercy here on WNHACFM's Dateline New Haven. We're doing headlines and, and headlines and baselines. And uh, next headline from New Haven Independent is Stoplight Fails. Fender Benders Mount. There is a stoplight at Edgewood and Dwight that keeps breaking. It's old. And for eight years now, believe it or not, they've been trying to build a cycle track around there, and they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff with the stoplights and putting these uh, bicycle. And I love they're doing the project, but they're putting these bicycle lights that make no sense. But it's no discussion. But anyway, they broke the light, and it keeps flat. So it has a fail safe where it goes flashing instead of red and green. It'll you're supposed to slow down with the yellow, uh, the flashing yellow one direction, and stop the flashing red. So within just a week and a half or something, they had five crashes. And you can watch the video, which has since been corrected. It was wrong first. On the Independent about all these crashes. Luckily, no one's been hurt yet, but it's a matter of time. The city's trying to fix it. And last night, I drove on it after writing that article, and I was so nervous going up to that. I was heading Cafe 9. I was coming up to that corner. And even though I had the flashing that says you could drive through, I was creeping like someone on tiptoes. And someone was on Dwight. It had stopped like you're supposed to. But you look at some of those videos, people come behind you and they still crash. So I was tipping towing, looking all around, like, you know, you're in the dark somewhere in the middle of the night. And I stopped and I let the guy go through, which is actually a mistake in the other direction because I did have the light. And they say that if you're overcautious, people get confused about who goes when. But there was no crash at that point. That's right, Edgewood. But there are lots of crashes till they get this fixed. And Bob Dylan wrote that not about Edgewood but about crash on the levee. Crash on the levee, my water's gonna overflow. Swamp's gonna rise, no boat's gonna roll. Now you 
Find your best friend somewhere. That's Crash on the Levee, Bob Dylan, and the band from the Basement Tapes. You're listening to Headlines and Baselines, WNHHFM. Here's another headline from the Independent. Live music empire expands. Yep, those maniacs from Maniac Manic presents and premiere concerts. They're a local outfit. Well, sort of local. Oh, whatever. But they started building up art performance art spaces in places where people had failed before. Like, you know, the Costume Music Hall. That was the Roger Sherman that went out of business. Then it was the Palace that went out of business. They're making it work. And then they turned the failed tennis stadium in Westville into the Westville Music Bowl. They rescued the space ballroom. And now the news is they've expanded that empire. They now bought the Wall Street Journal and Wall Street Theater, excuse me, in Norwalk, which is a size between College Street and the space. So you get those kind of bands in there. So that that uh outfit has really they're taking on the big guys. Live Nation is the big concert promoter everyone hates because of the other they're greedy and they take big stakes and they have conflicts of interest. Um, and they, uh, so these guys are local guys, the upstarts, but they're building up because Live Nation's even booking some of toes now. But uh, I think that Manic Premier is on the move and they came miles from nowhere and they have miles to go as Cat Stevens sings right here. Miles from nowhere Guess I'll take my time Oh yeah To reach there Look up at the mountain I have to climb Oh yeah To reach there Lord, my body has been a good friend, but I won't need it when I reach the end. Miles from nowhere, I guess I take my time. Oh, Miles from nowhere, and 
not a soul in sight It's all right I have my freedom I can make my own rules Oh yeah The ones that I choose Lord, my body Has been a good friend I won't need it When I reach the I'll take my time My body has been a good friend, but I won't need it when I reach the end, says Cat Stevens. Miles from nowhere here on Headlines and by, uh, Baselines. We're going somewhere, maybe. Uh, and Ethan Long says, have you ever listened to The Foreigner Suite by Yusuf? Massive 10 plus minute track. I thought he put that out before he changed his name. I could be wrong. But thank you, Ethan. I'm going to check it out. I thought The Foreigner Suite. But I know that's when he was expanding out. Yeah, big big Cat Stevens fan. And uh, thanks for listening here on Datelines, Headlines and Baselines on Dateline New Haven. Here's another headline from the New Haven Independent. 150 apt, that's apartments in headline speak, 150 apt eyed for Liberty Street. Yep, even on Liberty Street, the building booms continuing there in the hill. They, the news was, uh, Laura Gillespie was writing that they do an environmental cleanup. And they're going to turn the old Electrolux factory, which is vacant, into new apartments, all of them workforce, low-income, working-class apartments. So that's kind of hard to be against in any way, right? The public money isn't even subsidizing the rents, as far as I know. Uh, one comment that did point out, especially in that part of the hill, a lot of what's called affordable housing and low rents for working-class people ends up being Yaleys who qualify because they're students at the time or even working at the med school, and they're going to be making a lot of money, and they come sometimes, sometimes not come from a lot of money, but they're not the kind of people who are looking for to make it possible to stay in New Haven and continue to live here. But there's also an argument Jeanette Morrison makes in War 22 when they have, that's a war that's half Dixwell, half Yale. Said, you know, it's actually bring everybody together. It's kind of a nice idea and have be everybody's city. So look at whatever you want. It's great to build apartments, but yes, in the end, real estate that's owned by the private sector when it's needed housing, rather than luxury housing, never works out right for people. It's always a scam. It's always exploitation. But that's because, as some of the right fundamentalists right will tell you, as Michelle Schacht says in this song before she became one of their number, she meant it sarcastically at first, God is a real estate developer. i 
to the God or somebody's got all the money and power. God, a real estate developer, Michelle Shocked on WNHH's Dateline New Haven doing headlines and baselines. Thanks for listening in. Ethan Long, he writes in. Yes, you're correct. It was before Cat Stevens changed his name to Yusuf. Sorry was feeding Cat one of those lickable treats. I hope the cat is loving those lickable treats. I hope you're liking the music we're playing on the headlines today. Here's a headline from The Independent. Rafael Ramos retires. Keeps drumming. Crowd says thanks. I'll explain what that means in English. Longworth has a restaurant. Il Ariano. Anyway, it's a really nice place. I've never been there, but I went to say goodbye with over 100, close to 200 people whose lives have been touched by Rafael Ramos. One of those great public servants and citizens of New Haven. He uh, spent decades in public life as a housing inspector going out in the middle of the night to make sure that sleazy landlords didn't get away with freezing families who didn't have much money. He'd put them up in hotels and charge the landlords and keep it after them. They fixed it. In more recent years, he was uh, looking over water quality, lead paint in the city, restaurant, health codes. And you could tell by the crowd it wasn't just the people in government, although many of those he's worked with and inspired. He wasn't always the guy out front, right? He was the guy who did the work. But he spends just as much time in the community. He's a uh, started Bergamo's Community Theater, which is like why all the big fancy theater troops couldn't change with the times and stay in business necessarily, keep an audience. They've been so connected to the community doing interesting stuff, and they have a home there in Erector Square. So he's going to be doing more of that now as he's retiring from city government. That's why they're saying his work is continuing. And he's one of the movers and shakers in Junta when they revived that community organization in the 90s as the immigrant population was surging in Fairhaven. There was a need for Latino group, and he's been on the board. He spends the time as a board president and he volunteers every summer takes all these kids camping and he's gonna be doing more and more of that good stuff and he loves drumming at the end of his party i wasn't there that late this is not for it was for late stayer uppers they went to bergamos from the restaurant which is beautiful by the way by the water when you look out and the lights on the water at night there are places to sit there by the dock uh he he was doing his drumming and i was thinking you know a tribute to literally a tribute to Raphael would be salsa music i think sometimes we think so literally about what music inspires and connects to and conveys. And I was thinking, the song that popped up to me for Raphael was not a salsa song, although that would have been fine. It was the Neville Brothers playing Hey Pocky Way. See if you agree that that's the right tribute for him.
Hey, Pocky Way. Devil Brothers, that goes out to Rafael Ramos. Job well done in the city government. Best of luck with the job you continuing to do in the community with Bergamos and Hunter. You're listening to Headlines and Baselines on New Haven's home for community radio, WNHHFM. Here's a headline. Pitkin Plaza planters pulled. We're not talking about pulled pork. We're talking about those brick round planters that you have in Pitkin Plaza, that place on Orange Street. It's a pocket park right next to G Cafe and Trinity Cafe. Great public space. They were pulling out. They, they pulled out two of the brick planters. Uh, uh, Lord Gillespie went to watch. Two guys named Jorge did it. Town Green kind of runs it. They're the kind of, well, I'm going there. And um, we, we thought it was some kind of social issue because people said it had to do with the needles that had been found in there. But the fact is they left the other planters. They said they're taken out because they want more flexible use of public events. This could be true. It was an interesting debate on our um, site from that article, including one. I had a really good question I hadn't thought of. Where do the bricks go? Are they going to be just piled up somewhere or are going to be put to new use? You know, in construction, waste is a big issue in terms of our environment. And also, I love old brick structures. So let's hope that they didn't, the town green didn't do what Ruth Brown does in this song, where she talks about how she sold her heart to the junk man. I gave my heart to you The one that I trusted You brought it back to me All broken and busted I've sold my heart To the junk man And I'll never fall in love Again You took my heart Because you thought you could use it Just like a little toy You battered and bruised it I've sold my heart To the junk man And I'll never fall in love Again Like a melodrama In a simple manner Love played the leading part We had planned a happy ending But I left with a broken heart Throw away my pride And say we'll be friends, dear Teardrops I cannot hide For this is the end, dear I've sold my heart To the junk man And I'll never fall in love Again Drama 
in a simple manner love plays the leading part we had planned a happy ending but I left with a broken heart Teardrops I cannot hide For this is the end I've sold my heart To the junk man And I'll never fall in love Again I'll never fall In love Again. Ruth Brown sold her heart to the junk man. She's never going to fall in love again, she says. But as a reminder, often we mean what we say when we say it. But another day comes, the sun comes out, and we can't fall in love again. Fall in love with the headlines and bass lines and the songs inspired by them on WNHHFM Stateline, New Haven. The 103.5M, here's another headline. A story, one of my favorite stories of the week. It's from our sister site, the Valley Independent Sentinel. Nonprofit struggles with indebted Ansonia land. Jasmine Wright followed the trail of a really interesting story. This guy, Bob Sinto, is a developer in Shelton where they made big money turn, bringing Fairfield County's corporate development up to Route 8 there. And, you know, he had a kind of a bad, rep- little skeezy reputation involved corruption, trial and stuff. So to look like a good guy, businessman, he's on the board, chaired the board of the downtown cabaret. And he said, hey, look, I'll be so generous. I'll give you some land that I don't need so you can build a bigger theater in Ansonia, 30 acres. It was a much bigger place where so he had a factory. He just didn't need that part. It all sounded good. So they say, yeah, we'll take the land. But then it turned out nobody was paying a lot of attention. He was the chair of the board, by the way. If this was his business and his profits were at stake, he'd be paying attention to tax rules. But no one paid attention that if you're not actually using that land right now for tax exempt purpose, even though you're a theater, you got to pay taxes. All of a sudden, they had a $25,000 tax bill, which, of course, Sinto could have paid with a package of his Kleenex, but he didn't. All of a sudden, that became 100000 with all the debt that piles up so fast when you don't pay your taxes. That's what they always say. Besides, the two creators I learned in business was cash is cash, meaning you got the money, you don't. Everything else is just talking. And pay the IRS right away because it's going to be a lot more money if you don't. Um, anyway, now they, they have a problem. They got to get rid of the property. It's, you know, is it even worth as much as the taxes are? And it's become this whole, this gift became a problem for them. They're searching for a solution. They should just know that they're not alone because the coasters too have been searching. Gonna find her. Yeah. 
coasters are going to find her. They're searching just like the quote-unquote beneficiaries of developer Bob Sinto's largesse, quote-unquote, generosity, quote-unquote, in the Valley. Here's another headline this week. Tweed flights starting to Atlanta, comma, Charlottesville, comma, Knoxville, comma. And this is not in the headline someplace I've never heard of in Florida, but a lot of people have. That makes 21 destinations. That Avello is flying directly from Tweed. I mean, this is a new day in New Haven. It's crazy. We've talked about that for decades, how we're going to get the airport to be a place that can fly places or that whether it should or not. And we'd go to Chicago for a while. That would stop. Go to Washington while that would stop. All of a sudden, 21. I think they keep growing. Um, so if Marie Knight were still here, if she hadn't flown away to the great beyond, she might even go to Avello and sing that she'll fly away. Lord, I feel like going on. I feel, Lord, like going on. I done come this far, and I don't find no fault. Lord, I feel like going on. Lord, I feel like going on. Oh, I feel like going on I done come this far And I find no fault Lord, I feel hey, like going on Feels like going on. I hope she is way up in the sky or wherever that hereafter is located. If it is, I'm gonna need to be going on. Thanks for spending the hour with me. Headlines and baselines. Thanks to Harry Dross, the God sent station manager, brings us to all the different platforms in the multiverse. We're gonna take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. From their CD, a plea for peace. Yes, we continue to plea for peace. Even if we can't quite picture how we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Together. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night, and all weekend long. And WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio. Thank you.